Welcome to the My Creative Days podcast, where we will talk about all things DIY, home decor, decorating tips, and creating a beautiful home on a budget. I am hoping our time together will spark a creative idea, help you plan your next DIY, or inspire you to finally tackle that project you keep putting off. Grab your favorite cup of motivation and let's chat. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Happy Monday. I have to be completely honest with you and let you know that this is like the two and a half times, second and a half times that I've recorded this podcast because the first time (laughs) I didn't have the little uh, thing plugged into the computer. So I did the entire podcast and nothing recorded. So yeah, it's just been one of those days, right? And then I I turned this on again and then it just, it wasn't working at all. So the microphone wasn't hooked up. So happy Monday, everybody. <laughs> Today I'm going to talk about um, a few, I'm going to do kind of like a Q&A um, about organization. So I've recently, um, I receive questions all the time. I receive them through my blog. I receive them on YouTube. I receive them on Instagram, Facebook, all the things. And I just... I want to do something different this year. I love answering questions and helping people. So I want to do some more Q&As like this and just kind of compile some questions that are, you know, that relate to each other and then answer them here on the podcast. So today it's just going to be a quick, I always say quick, but then sometimes I just get long winded, but um, five questions about organization that I thought I would answer here on the podcast uh, that were sent in. And so um, hopefully they can help some other people uh, get organized or, or just get some new ideas. So the first one that came in, um, asked, so since we kind of were in, I'm recording this right now in January. So we just got done with the holidays. So the first one that came in was how do you store all of the stuff between seasons? And I love this question. So, um, so here's my thing. I do not like to store anything that I don't love and we're not going to use or doesn't fit or, you know, all the things. So, uh, and another thing to to note is that I we don't live in a big home and we don't have a ton of storage uh, in this house. So, which I think has been great because it really has made me over the last, oh my gosh, how many years have we lived here? 18, 19 years. Um, it's really kind of honed in on my organization and like just keeping what we love and use. And so uh, through that, I've just, I've just learned and um, kind of just done things for the smaller spaces that we have. So so to answer this question, the number one thing is I will not store anything that I'm not loving or using. And I don't like to store things away for, you know, um, you know, different holidays or seasons or it's not like I have a, a closet full of different decorations that I'm going to pull out. Now, that being said, I do decorate. I used to decorate for every season when the kids were little. So Valentine's Day, um, you know, St. Patrick's Day, we used to do these fun things, but I didn't have totes and totes for those kind of smaller holidays. Uh, but obviously for uh, like Christmas, I, I have, I do have storage for Christmas. And so, and for like fall, I like to change up the, the, the decorations a little bit around our house. But a lot of times it's just moving things around that you already have that just make it look, you know, more cozy for fall or warmer for fall or um, so what I do between seasons is let's just do Christmas because we just got past Christmas. So obviously I do have, you know, totes of Christmas decorations and, you know, like ornaments and those kinds of things that are packed away. Uh, but every Christmas season, when I get Christmas things out to decorate, 
I have a huge box or a couple of empty totes next to me that as soon as I'm pulling something out, if I don't love it, it didn't come out last year or whatever, it's going in those totes to get rid of. So as I'm decorating for Christmas, I'm also purging Christmas items, right? I'm getting rid of those things that I don't love or I'm not going to use. And I do that same thing when I'm putting Christmas decorations away. So if I have put, you know, I've decorated for the holidays and now it's time to put put it all away. If I really didn't love something or I just, you know, I just know I'm not going to get it out the following year. Again, during that time, I have an empty box, an empty tote because I'm, I know I'm going to fill it or put things in there that I don't love and use. So, or I just, I just know I'm not going to bring it out next year, whatever it is. So I, I encourage you to do that when you are decorating between seasons. Um, if you're somebody that decorates for all the seasons, all the holidays, do that with each season and each holiday. Now, what I also do is when I'm decorating like for Christmas is, you know, let's say I bring a tote out that has Christmas items inside um, and I take those out and I decorate with them. The things that are normally in our house, like all year round, um, I will then put those items, let's just say I'm doing a mantle. So the things that I have on a mantle, um, you know, normally all year round, kind of that neutral decor or whatever, that's all year round. I will put those in those Christmas totes because I know I'm going to get that Christmas tote back out when I am, you know, putting Christmas things away. And then all of those things are in there. And you can then um, label those things if you want to, you know, so like that Christmas box, just use some masking tape or painter's tape. That Christmas box that's full of ornaments, you're going to put the mantle in the family room stuff in that box and then just put that on a piece of painter's tape, masking tape, and put it on the box so you know all the things in that tote, when Christmas stuff goes away, it goes all right back on that mantle for in the family room. I hope that makes sense. So that's how I do it between um, seasons. Do not store things that you don't love, you're not using. Um, don't store clothes that don't fit, that aren't flattering, that you don't love. There's no reason for you to store those things all throughout your house, no matter what the season. Um, don't let those things take up prime real estate in your home. If you don't love them, that you don't use them, if it's clothes that don't fit or aren't flattering on you, who needs that reminder, right? Get rid of them. Donate them. Let somebody else use them. Okay, second question. Do you buy more slash different things every season? Um, kind of, and, and then it said, sort of like out with the old, in with the new. No and yes. <laughs> so my 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 whole mantra, my whole like rule is if something comes in, something has to go out. And that's with everything. And sometimes, depending on what it is, I, I like to push myself. And if one thing comes out, two things have to go up. Or if one thing's one thing comes in, two things have to go out. So this is with clothes, shoes, uh, home decor, uh, let's just say new dishes. Um, I'm just trying to kind of go through all the rooms. Toys for kids, um, all those kinds of things. If something comes in, then something has to go out. So the out with the old, in with the new, that is like, yes, that that happens all year round for me. Anytime something comes in, it's it's usually to replace something um, or, you know, like if the kids have grown out of clothes or whatever, you know, it's they need new shoes or whatever, then a pair of shoes has to go out, you know, those kinds of things. So if you can stick to that, you guys, it's so, so it's great to keep up on organization. It keeps your home functioning well. It keeps your, you know, closets and your storage and your drawers and everything organized, but it also saves you so much money. So when you're in a store and, you know, 
like many of us are in a store, just meandering around and looking at all the things we don't really need, but we really want. But when you think about it in the store, like, okay, I'm going to buy this new sweater or whatever. I'm going to buy this new plant or pot or whatever it is. Something's got to go out. So it makes you actually stop in the store and think, okay, do I really have something that, you know, I'm going to take out or two things? Can I push myself to, you know, remove two things from the house if I'm going to bring this one thing in? And it's it's saved me tons of money over the years. And this is thrifting too, you know, or you're at a yard sale. If I'm buying something that, you know, that's going to come in the house and I want it to decorate the house or whatever, something, again, we don't have a big home. And so this is just kind of over the years, I've just always been in this state of, okay, I don't have a place to put this. This goes for furniture, you guys. I am I'm always picking up uh, furniture that I see potential in. Number one, I do, I obviously that's part of my work. So I'm teaching, you know, those things. So I need it for that. But if I'm not selling it and I think that it's going to go in our home or I really love the, whatever, I just really love the piece, then another piece has to be sold. I can't just have, you know, 15 dressers in a bedroom, right? So Anything that is going to come into our home or I'm going to buy in the store that I know I'm not going to flip, you know, like the furniture and stuff, something else has to go out. So right there, the decision is made in the store. I'm either bringing it home. I know such and such is going to go out um, and it's just it'll save you so much money. So if you can get in that habit, your bank account's going to love you and your home is going to love you and your organization um, and so, and the, so to go with that question, it was, do you buy more slash different things every season? No, not necessarily. I'm not a person that's going to go out every year and run to Target um, when they get their Christmas stuff out to buy new things. I love to go and get inspired <clears throat> and kind of see the new things that are coming out for a new season or whatever. I will do that all day long. Like I can browse like it's my full-time job because I get so many ideas from doing that. So if it's online, if it's in a store, if I'm looking through a magazine, like yes, count me in all day long. But I'm not going to buy things just to go in and buy the new things that are coming out. Now, if you follow me, you do know that I love to go thrifting or yard sailing or whatever, and I am picking up items that I find um that that you know obviously that are great and you know all the things I do have an online um, shop as well on Instagram for people to buy the finds that I'm that I'm um, picking up um, so that's kind of a different thing too but so I'm always picking things up throughout the year because the way that I shop it's it's really inexpensive if I find a great deal on something amazing I will pick it up if it's you know June and I find you know a vintage Santa mug which is something that I collect and, and love. I will definitely pick that up. Um, so for me, I do not buy just like, you know, walk. You will never. <laughs> I, I always say never say never. But I do, don't ever see me being a person that's like, oh, it's a new Christmas season and there's a new trend going on or whatever it is. So I'm heading to Target or TJ Maxx or wherever and I'm going to buy all new Christmas decor for our home at full price. Like that just that's just not me. And so. I definitely do not buy new and different things every season. And that's what the question was asked. But the way I do shop, I'm frugal. And if I do find things when I'm out and about, um, just kind of hunting for fun things, um, I will pick up things for different seasons. But again, with the same, same motto that if that comes in, something else is going out. Okay, I hope that helped. 
A third question that came in, and this one comes in in different different ways, but it's basically how to get with get rid of part with um, organized sentimental items. And I won't dive. I could do an entire podcast about that. And if that's something you're interested in, let me know. But in the show notes, I actually wrote a blog post about this because because I think people need to look at it differently. And I think and I hope the blog post and I actually made a guide on how to go through sentimental items and help you deal with them, you know, purge them, get rid of them um, in an easier way. And so that guide is inside that blog post. So we will put the links to those inside the show notes. But one thing I just want to just want to tell you, the sentiment is not in the item. The sentiment's usually in your heart. It's a memory. It's in your mind. It's a, it reminds you of something. So to keep, you know, all these things, um, to remember, you know, somebody by or to remember, you know, a trip or to remember, like, the, the sentiment is not in that, I, those items. It's, it's in your heart, your memory, your, you know what I mean? So we, we need to remember that. And another thing I'm just going to say here about this is um, if it's so sentimental and you want to hang on to all these things, display them, use them, um, you know, depending on what it is, obviously. Um, and just recently I shared on my Instagram page, you can follow me at My Creative Days, but uh, some people, we were talking about this and some people had sent in some different ways that they have actually, they got so sick of just hanging on to all the sentimental items just to hang on to them that they actually displayed them or actually found ways to use them in their homes. So one of them that was sent over was a um, an old like Monopoly game or something her husband had as a kid and he never wanted to get rid of it, but they weren't playing it and they weren't using it. So she actually put the game, she displayed it in a shadow box and hung it on the wall, which I mean, amazing. Another one was a hat. I can't remember if it was like a like a grandparent or something, a hat they always wore. Uh, so there was like a, on her wall, she had like a, a, a picture or a framed picture. And then above that on a hook, she just, she hung the hat that was always worn, that sentimental item. So it was part of kind of like a gallery wall. She added that to the gallery wall. Um, so just think about those items in that way. If it's so sentimental and it's things that you want to keep, um, try and display them, use them. That's what, if whoever you're, if it's, if it's tied to a person, sentimental items can be tied to a person, place, thing, you know, memory, obviously. But if it's tied to a person, that person would want you to use it, um, display it. Uh, you know, they don't want you to be bogged down by it. They, they would never want that for you. Right. So, so think of it that way. They don't want you to keep a house full of furniture that you can't use. But if you could sell it and make some money and take a vacation with that money, like they would be thrilled with that if that's what you needed. You know, just I think if we just kind of think about it in in different ways, and that's why I wrote that whole blog post about it. And then um, we made that guide just to kind of help you go through those things. So like I said, check the show notes for that link. And um, I could I could dive into this for for a long time, but I won't get into that in this podcast. Okay, another big one is how do I get my family on board? I want to be organized, but you know, I have a husband and I've got kids that it just they just don't see it. So my biggest thing with this is communication. Like we have got to communicate more people. We have just got to make communication 
just part of our, we, we have to do it. It's, I have family members that struggle so hard with it. And I'm a person that's like, uh, let's talk it out until we're blue in the face and figure this out and fix things. And which I'm not saying that's the better way by any means, but I just think if there was more open communication across the board in our lives, I just think we would be happier and things would just be a lot easier. So I, I live with the same people. Um, I've always been an organized person and wanting things a certain way, but I have three other people that live in our house and um, they know like they, like the kids will be like, Oh no, mom's starting to purge and organize things again. Like just get out of her way or, Oh no, I know I'm going to have to try on every piece of clothing in my closet. Cause mom, it's, you know, it's that time of year. Like they, they know that and they, you know, they know we've got to do it. We got to get it done. But yet it's like the day to day. And I know that's a question that a lot of people have. So number one is communication. Sit down with your family and have a meeting. Sit down and let them know what your goals are. Let them know why you're doing this, why you want the home organized. You know, if it if you are all scrambling to get out the door on time every morning, you know, and then your kids are mad on the way to school because they're going to be late and, you know, bring up those things in this meeting. The reason I want to get organized is so that we can get out and start our days on a happy foot, <laughs> being happy and not everybody mad and worried about being late. And um, if we get organized and stay organized and keep it that way, it's just going to be easier and everybody's going to be happier. So do those kinds of things in the meeting. Talk about those kinds of things. The goals that you want with the organization. Let them know what the, the expectations are. Um, and then these last two, you guys, I've done this for years and it works. It may sound a little crazy. And if you're just trying to start these things with your family, your family may be like, are you kidding me? So I actually, when I, so obviously throughout the years, you're going to have different needs and your house is going to need to function as your kids get older or jobs may change. And some of you may be working from home now. And, you know, like just living in your home is going to change over the years. And so organization is going to look um, different over the years. And so when those things have happened, um, you know, maybe you've got to change a whole new, you know, you've got in drawers in your kitchen or drawers in your bedrooms that or, you know, the linen closet, everything's going to be, has to be switched around or just to function better. And so I will walk the entire family around, not necessarily like they all have to do it and we're all holding hands, kumbaya down the hallway, but, you know, I will have them each come with me and I will say, okay, this, because of this, we're not going to change this up. And this is the way that I have, you know, whatever these drawers, this closet, um, set up because of A, B, and C and why. Again, there's the goals, there's the expectations, and I'm physically walking them to the place to see the way it looks now and that I expect it to be, you know, to, to stay like this because it's going to be easier, we're going to be happier, you know, whatever it is, it's going to function better. Um, and then the other thing I do is, and I've done this since the kids were little, is, so let's say I have organized and I've kind of put together, I went through, I'm just going to say the kitchen towel drawer. And I've gone through and I kind of got rid of the rags or the ones that are just horrible or whatever. And then I have them all, you know, folded and looking nice and everything. And then the next day, um, you know, Matt or the kids, they're doing laundry and they fold the towels and they don't put them either in that drawer. They just, they, you know, they set them in the wrong drawer or whatever. The kitchen towel drawer is probably not a great, great example, but um, I will have, so let's say Landon did that and then he's out playing basketball and shooting. I will have him stop what he's doing and have him come in and actually fix it. 
So I will say you need to come in and fix, you know, whatever it is like this. When the kids were little, I would do this too. Like they would, they, you know, before we get out 14 tubs of toys, we're going to, you know, you're playing with the cars now. So that's great. But now you want to get the blocks and the whatever, the crayons out or whatever. Okay. But we have to put the cars away first before we get the other things out. And so it just makes them. And so it just, it, it to be completely honest, once you do that one or two times, they are going to think twice about not doing it right, if that makes sense. He knew where they went or he knows where they go. The kids know, even at a young age, they know, right? Your husband knows. But if you stop them and be like, you know, more with the kids, obviously, you got to come in and you got to put these, you know, these kitchen towels away. That's not where they go. I showed you where they go or, you know, how they go or whatever. So come on in and do that. And they will kick and scream and be mad the entire way in. But I guarantee the next time they think they're just going to get away with throwing it wherever or putting it wherever, um, they'll think twice about it because as they go on and do what they wanted to do or needed to get done, um, they're not going to want to come back in and do that. So uh, it, it's worked. It's worked for us. And so I would definitely say to try it. And with that, start your kids young, learning um, where things go and in their proper place. So we always had um, a toy room in our house. And um, I had everything marked where, like, where it went. And when they're little, I had things labeled with pictures. You know, if they couldn't read trucks, crayons, I'm just throwing things out here, blocks, whatever, I would have pictures. And so it's just a good way for them to learn, you know, categories, where things go, how to pick things up. Um, and those, so if you can start them young, it's and be consistent. Like I could do a whole podcast about being consistent, like in so many things. But if you're consistent and start young, it makes a world of difference. Um, so yes, let me see. Okay, so that's that's that question. And then uh, the last question is basically it's about not wanting to spend a lot of money on organizational products, right? Uh, is there a way to not have to go in debt buying um, organizational 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 products. So thinking like bins and drawer organizers and all those kinds of things. You guys, if you are, if you bring your honesty when you are doing the purge part of an organization session, so when you're going through everything, um, if you bring your honesty and really only keep the things that you're loving, that fit, that you're going to use, that, you know, that works, you know, in the end, you may find and you will find if you if you do it well, that you will not need a lot of products and things to organize. Um, I'm not somebody that's going to go into the container store and buy all new things uh, to, to organize a closet or because I find that throughout the years, I haven't needed those things. With that being said, um, thrift stores are your best friend. There are so many organizational things that you can find at thrift stores. And I actually should do um, like a video about that. I think I have. I think on my YouTube channel, I do have a couple of those. I should do another one. But the thrift stores are packed full with things that you can organize with um, and inexpensive. Think of, uh, look around your house because there are things that you can use to organize. And one example that I'm just going to talk about here is uh Gabrielle, when she was little, she loved to play in her toy kitchen. And we had those, you know, Melissa and Doug, the wood kitchen sets or whatever. They always came in a in a box, like a wood box that had dividers in them. 
you know, for the different, I'm trying, I'm thinking of like the ice cream scoop set right now where they had like smaller sections and then a longer section for like the ice cream scoop itself. But uh, when she she was done with that, I kept those wood boxes, those Melissa and Doug things, and they fit perfectly in the hutch in our living room. And they are, it holds like our pens and pencils and, you know, like paper clips and things inside there. Use what you already have. It does not have to be fancy. Um, and you don't, after you do the purge session, you will find you don't need a ton of things. Um, and I... You know, I went in, we do not have a container store near us. Uh, and so I actually, we were out of town and we actually, uh, there was a container store. And I said, oh my gosh, I just want to go in and see what, what what this is like. Um, I thought it was really expensive for the things that I was looking at. And so I would tell you, if you're looking for certain things, whenever I need like a certain, like I've got a drawer and maybe I want to buy a drawer organizer. I always check Home Goods and um, TJ Maxx first. Their prices, you guys, I think they're even better than um, Target. Sometimes Walmart. Um, I, I would probably I would do Walmart, Home Goods, and, and TJ Maxx. Those are the three I would try first um, for lower priced items. And <clears throat> I know with Home Goods and TJ Maxx, you never know what you're going to get when you go in there. But usually around, you know, January, they have a ton of organization things, obviously, because that's what everybody's looking for. So uh, I would definitely check there. But look around your house. And as you're purging things in the organization, you know, part of the process, um, you know, like, so if you're taking things out of things or um, can you use whatever that came in to organize something else, if that makes sense? So like I said, I, you know, the the toys came in this box. I didn't need the box for the toys, but yet I knew it would fit in that drawer and it could organize those other things. So if you just keep an open mind, uh, cardboard boxes, you guys, you can cut them down to any size. So if you just kind of want a little organization in a drawer that nobody really sees, like your junk drawer, Cut down little boxes inside your junk drawer um, and use those for, you know, your different tools or pens or whatever you keep in your junk drawer. Junk drawer is a whole different subject, so. <laughs> but I'm just trying to give you a visual of the kinds of places where you could just use, you know, small cardboard boxes and cut them down to, to fit um, just to give you that kind of separation in different areas in your home. So. I could go on and on about this stuff. I get it. It just makes me giddy. But those were the five questions um, that came in that I kind of uh, wrote down. And I'm hoping, like I said, to do that throughout this year and just kind of keep a stash of the questions that come in so I can just kind of do these Q&A's. If you have any questions about anything that I talk about here, um, things that you would like to hear me talk about or like to ask um, about any of the the, the um, content I share across my, on my website, uh, on my social media, um, please let us know. You can always email us at lindsay at mycreativedays.com. You can reach out to me on Instagram at mycreativedays, message me. Um, I'm on Facebook, YouTube, all the things. Uh, but just, I'm always looking for um, ways to help you and different content ideas. So definitely reach out to me. Um, and I would love to answer your question on the next podcast. So have a great week, guys. Get organized. Start the process. I know it may seem daunting. We have tons of resources on my website um, that will help you get organized. So please check that out. Um, I have a whole organization guide. Um, I have a purging checklist for the, every month of the year, different things that you should be purging and going through. So you're kind of stay up on it all throughout the year. 
I just have tons of information on there. So make sure you check it out. The website's at mycreativedays.com. Up in the navigation bar, up at the top, you will find our resources. So um, check that out for sure. And I will check in with you guys next week. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm grateful that you tune in every week and that you share the show with your family and friends. I love having creative chit chats with you. And my hope is that this podcast will inspire you to try a new project, start a DIY that you've been putting off and decorate your home exactly how you want it. There are a few ways you can help us with the podcast. Follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you could take a few minutes to leave the podcast a review, that would help us so, so much. Again, thank you for being here. And I look forward to our chat next week. Bye-bye.